Hi. Tonight is the Yom Ha'ilula, your site, of our mother, Rachel Imeno, where we made this red string, those of you who have been with me. I almost got to a fight to make it, but we did it. We found a peaceful way to make it. That's why this red string, whoever wear this specific one, we have few. We're going to feel the energy of peace from Rachel, which is unique. Who was Rachel? Rachel basically was the reason Yaakov stopped in Lavan's house, her father, and the brother, which actually was Lavan, was the brother of uh, Rivka. And so that's make them cousin, right? That's why I never thought about And he fell in love with her. Lavan tricked him. Instead of giving him Rachel, he gave him her sister. So it sounds like a weird story. So he worked as a slave for seven years, another seven years, get Rachel. Then he ran away. When he ran away, Rachel knew that her father is a sorcerer, a wizard. And she knew that he has tricks how to know where people are. And he can find them wherever they are. So what she did, she took the gods of her father, called Trafim, from the word La'arpot. La'arpot meaning to release. To release. So she took that away from her father, stole it in a way, took, I should say, and hide it. What kind of daughter causing so much pain for a father for the sake of her husband? So it's teaching us already a lesson about Rachel, about daughter and a wife. As a daughter, she disagrees with everything that her father is doing. But she wouldn't push it. Once she met Yaakov, she realized that she had to stick to her husband, not to her father's tradition. And that's question by itself, something we have to think about. I'm sure with some family, soon Thanksgiving is coming. There is fight. Who do you respect more? Your father or your husband? Your mother or your wife? It's a tough one. When we look at Rachel, she chooses a side. She chooses her husband's side. Why is that? Because she realized that her husband is a leader of spirituality that want to make a change, want to make a difference for the sake of people, putting people together.
for that reason, she stole the trafim, the gods of her father, idol worshipping, and she never mentioned that to her, to her husband. And she sat on them, because those magic not work when you humiliate them, like every other magic. The way you remove black magic or magic is when you humiliate it. It has no power. Magic has power only when you respect it. So she never told Jacob about it. So when her father arrived, he said, somebody stole my trafim, somebody stole my gods. Jacob didn't know she did. So Jacob said, and for me we learned the power of words, whoever stole the trafim should die. And that's what happened. She gave birth to Benjamin right after that. She died while she giving birth. Power of words. Be careful. Don't curse yourself and don't curse others. Power of words. With words you can make money. By the way, people don't understand the power of words. What you say is the most powerful thing you have in your life. If you say, I'm rich, you become rich. If you say, I am healthy, the word healthy and the word money become merkavot, become chariot to carry a certain energy. So, Rachel, make a decision. Now, it seemed like it's a good decision, saving your husband. Bad decision, upsetting your husband. Causing anger in the mouth of your husband. <coughs> I shouldn't say anger, Yaakov, never get angry. But causing him to tell Lavan, if she did it, whoever did it, die. So, what can we learn from Rachel about that? We learn about Rachel like we learn about Pinchas. In life, there is no right decision or bad decision. There is a decision. And when you make up your mind about the decision that you want to say something to someone, that's your decision, act a certain way, be quiet, because action can only come from words and action themselves, not with thought. Then, could be that what you're going to do or going to say might be wrong now, might be wrong later. We need to learn from Rachel that bravery. Rachel is brave. 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 So brave. Rachel was busy what is the right thing to do now? Not too much calculation of what's going to be in the future. What is the right decision to make now? Most people are busy thinking, calculating, analyzing. No. I'm going to say, it's my husband can be killed can be chased by my father, who's a sorcerer. First thing I'm going to do is not let that happen. What will be the result, Rachel? You can die. Doesn't matter. What will be the outcome? Doesn't matter. What will be, maybe it's not a perfect decision. Doesn't matter. Urgency of making decision. 
One of the things, which is part of my generation and next generation, is the lack of confronting. People not confronting anymore. It doesn't look nice to confront people. We're not confronting the issue. We are waiting to see what's going to happen. When you wait to see what's going to happen, you're always going to get less. There is 0.01% of the population that are more a leader type. doesn't mean they are leaders. Leader type. And their concept is we got to do something about it and we got to do it now. It's Rachel Consciousness. Rachel. That's what makes Rachel, Rachel. When you see where she's buried in Israel, she's buried away from her husband, Jacob. She's buried away from Jerusalem. She's buried away from Hebron. She's buried away. Bethlehem. Away. Bethel. What does that mean that she's buried away from everything and everybody? You know why? Because she didn't care what people thought of her. She didn't. She cared how many people can I help more. While I'm alive and after she died. It's written that when all the Israelites will come back to Israel, from the exile she will wait on the road not in a special synagogue not in a special place on the road and wait to hug them kiss them bless them and show them the way to spirituality for me we learn every time that you fall apart spiritually and you don't know where to start, talk to Rachel. Every time that your children are off the derech, of the path of spirituality, and you don't know what to do, you talk to Rachel. If you are a woman, of course, your chance is better. All women, tonight, tomorrow, light a candle for Rachel. Ask her to help you with your kids. Ask her to help you with your neighbors. Ask her to help you with your spirituality. Ask her to help you with guiding you what the right thing to do. Always talk to Rachel. Every day. All women should talk to Rachel once a day. Once a day you got to talk to Rachel. Say, Rachel, help me. One of the things I always do, I always put a red string. You know, from Rachel. As the month of Scorpio start. And I put it till Hanukkah. And then I take it off usually. The reason I take it off, some people ask me why you take it off. Because I'm worried to turn it into idol. I don't want the string to be an idol. It's nice, it's protecting, good. Now, question been asked, why specifically Rachel is the one who represents protection? Good question. When Esau, the brother of Jacob, while Jacob running away from him, came to the camp of Jacob, Joseph, the son of Rachel, Rachel's son, Cover 
the body of his mother with his body. For that reason, we say, when we talk about evil eye, we say, Ben Porat Yosef, Ben Porat Aleain. Ben Porat Yosef. Why we here say Yosef? Because Yosef is Pisces. Pisces don't get Ainara. They're under the water. You can see them. That's the tradition of Sephardic Jew, specifically Turkish or Greek. They have that eyes. The blue, the blue is the water, or they have fish. Protect them for evil eye. But Rachel, been protected. So she promised she will protect all the Am Israel, all the Israelites, from evil eye. What do you need to do? You need to pray, you need to talk to her. And this year we took Red Stream. We've been attacked. Stop, we continue, we've been attacked. In the end we make peace. That's why I like this, this bench of Red String. I really like it. It has power in it. So much power. Telling you, I put it. I become hyper. For no reason. I don't know what's going on. We start having clarity. <sighs> powerful, powerful. Those of you into meditation, you light candle with that, you put the red string, everything open up. Everything open up. So, going back to Rachel, she's waiting for us on the road to see that we are making it. She's waiting for us on the road to see if we can be honest with ourselves. She waits for us on the road to see if there is some issues that we cannot overcome, that we cannot confront. She waits to us on the road to see if somebody is wishing us bad. And how can we be protected from negativity and evil eye? It's Rachel. It's Rachel. She didn't have an easy time giving birth. She had a hard time with the idea that her father gave her love of her life to her sister. And then she had to marry him 14 years later. It's tough. But because she forgave her sister and everything was okay, for that reason, her son Benjamin is the son that, you know, Israel is divided to lands. So the piece of land that's called Yerushalayim Eir HaKodesh, Jerusalem, belonged to Binyamin. Binyamin. Yehuda, next to Binyamin, which is the son of Leah, who come from Yehuda. Very good. David Amelech, King David. Who come from Benjamin? Jonathan the son of King Saul. Now you know why they were capable to love each other. And when they look at each other, they say the only reason we love each other is because our two mother, our two grand-grandmother, Leah and Rachel, were able to forgive each other for the matter that happened with the husband. And for that reason, the holy temple can only be built where? Chalakad Binyamin. 
and the, that little piece that belonged to Benjamin, which is Yerushalayim, Ira Kodesh, which is Kodesh HaKodeshim. Because that spot exactly is the spot which is the unconditional love for, of a human being. Only in a place where there is unconditional love of one human being, you can actually, on that place you can dwell the Shekhinah, the feeble aspect of God, God, the Creator, Yud Kivavke, the Tachik Hamilton, the whole system. And that's called the building of the third temple. And it's not by coincidence that the third temple, as the Talmud said, the Chachamim said, we left to be built in the in the mass of Cheshvan, in the mass of Scorpio. It's amazing, right? I mean, first temple, Libra, second temple, Sagittarius, and the third temple on Cheshvan. One, two, three, center column. Because Cheshvan, the month of Scorpio, is exactly a center column between Libra and Sagittarius. Uh, uh, of course, you can look at it also left column, because if you look at this is right, so this is left. But it's exactly in the middle. Rachel passed away in Scorpio, most probably she was Scorpio. She was a crying all the time, like Scorpio. Crying. Crying. What is tears? the Zohar Kadosh. Right, the tears is a light. It's a light that you know, those of you who know the Tzimtzum, when the light go up from the Masach, from the curtain all the way up, some of the light is basically going below the Masach. That's called Or Choser Ayored. And when that part, some of it don't go up and stay there, the leftover of some light, that's called tears. That's where the tears come from. Very powerful. Very powerful. So just to let you know, you want to connect tonight to Rachel and adapt some of her behavior, forgiveness, loving, unconditional love, uh, bravery, um, confronting, not letting go of anything, be strong enough, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Be strong, go forward with everything. If you do everything good and kosher and honest and you do it perfect, don't hold back. Don't be too shy. Chutzpah, audacity, has to be used while you're doing the right thing. If you don't have audacity while you're doing the right thing, you will have audacity doing the wrong thing. And that's not my word. This is from the Basechet Brachot, from the Talmud in the section of Brachot. It's a... Whoever merciful to cruel people, so for she Eventually, it will be cruel to the good people. That's what the Talmud said. Achel went all the way to do the to do the right thing with chutzpah. And if you don't have chutzpah, if you don't have audacity while you're doing the right thing, maybe you're doubting that what you're doing is not real. When I see people doing the right thing and they don't have audacity. I know they don't believe in what they're doing. When I see, so in the old days, a woman baking challah, baking bread before Shabbat, she knows it's the right thing to do. She knows the most important thing to do with the Shabbat. What, what is Shabbat without challah? What is Shabbat without candle? Nothing. Candle and challah is what makes the Shabbat. That's why Shabbat is female. Every woman needs to know that. And before you light the candle, every woman should say to God, may you take my hand 
and you let the hand of Rachel go inside my hand, and let now those two hands become Rachel's hand, and those hands will light the candle. Every woman should say it before Shabbat, before you cook, before you bake. So may those hands will be Rachel, and the energy of Rachel will be. Because the woman has to understand, before the Messiah will come, the woman has to lead the world. Not that I'm happy about it all the way, but that's the prophecy. So the women have to lead the world, not out of education. The woman's job will be like to be really tough on the men around them, sons, husband, brother. And uh, I'm not saying every woman will be a leader. Talk about the woman who carries spirituality. The woman who carries the torch of spirituality, the woman who carries the flag of spirituality, Rachel. Because we are very close to the end of chaos and beginning of immortality and beginning of the temple and beginning of kibbutz galuyot and beginning of the Messiah. We're very close to those four categories. Very close. Like, like never been that close like that. It's just, women are not pushing the right direction. Confront. I want to see you strong. And I will not judge, and no man will judge if I see a woman scream at a man to be more spiritual. You can scream, you can yell, you can kick them off the bed. Anything you want for them to be spiritual. The man is the pipe to bring spirituality from above to below. The woman is a foundation to make sure that happens. And if you don't make it happen, we need you to be like Rachel. Don't worry about what your father might think, what your brother might think, what your husband might think. You have to do spirituality. You know that all that momentarily fulfillment doesn't work, woman. You know that. Come on. You know that. I mean, even if you go to, I don't know, club or whatever it used to be before on the beach, you go there because you want to meet somebody normal. You know? But remember, originally, where you've been created for, be created for leading this world to a better place. And you have it in you. Every woman has it in there. Ask Rachel tonight to enter your body, to enter your soul. And said, use my body, please. Use my body to do the right thing. Rachel didn't live long life. She's looking for body. She's looking for another nefeshot, other nefesh, so she can use to complete her job. Let her use your body to complete her job so we will have a better life. Not just us, all of all over the world. So I want to wish you Chak Happy holiday on the month of Cheshvan. And don't forget to wear the red string. If you don't have, please call Deb. I think we have a few uh, miles of red string. And um, I really enjoy doing it tonight because it was not planned. And uh, I love Rachel very much. I love Rachel. And my daughter named Rachel after Rachel. Okay? And uh, my daughter is definitely have the personality of Rachel. Those of you who never met her. And uh, she got, she's going to give a lecture about Rachel tomorrow, actually, if you want to listen to her in the morning. You can give a lecture. I don't know if it's going to be live, maybe. And she's going to give a lecture in the morning, early morning, about Rachel. That's it for me. Thank you so much, Rak Thank you.